Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me again, my boys, Josh. How you doing, Paolo? Good, John. Football's <sighs> back. Football's back. I meant to call you Fella, but I called you Pella. Like mm, the window company. A window company. The town in Iowa. Uh, we also got Alex. How you doing, Pile? Good, Pella. How are you? Good, Pella. <laughs> my, my sweet, sweet Pellas. Uh, good, guys. Good, guys. How's, how's the week been going? Uh, good, bad, not ugly? It's fine. Almost done. Hmm, not ugly. Not ugly for sure. No, it's been a, a long week on my end. A long week, you know. Uh, we got some preseason football going on in the background. The, I, the, who was it again? Houston, Houston and, and New England. New England. Real barn burner between those two teams. Um, any any news today, guys? Any any sporting news, top of mind for you? I uh, read that Aaron Rodgers got pissy at a um, scrimmage. Oh, you got a little pissy? Yeah, they were, they were scrimmaging with another team. Like, it wasn't a preseason game, but it was, I forget the other team. I think it was the Panthers. Yeah, it was and the Panthers. Three and out, and he was a little upset with those New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be perfect, you know. It has to be absolutely perfect. This is his last chance, man. This is it. This is the last time. Well, until next year. Yeah, until next Well, I mean, if, you know. Maybe he retires after this year. Who knows? Maybe he gets mm, so I doubt mad. It. Maybe he goes to the Vikings and <laughs> fulfills gets... the prophecy. Oh, yeah. The prophecy oh. will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then he'll lose in an NFC Championship game. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, no. <laughs> most certainly wouldn't be the first time. Uh, yeah, we... Uh, yeah, really not a lot of news. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I see Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater signed with the Detroit Lions. So that's uh, some news that... Yeah. I mean, You'd love to see it. Won't really have any impact. Like two, Teddy Two Gloves. Good to have a job. Good to see him out there. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, getting in to the nitty gritty here, uh, down to our last two of yeah. our uh, uh, fantasy outlook eps, uh, and this week it's the AFC East. Josh, can you know all the teams in the AFC East off the top of your head? I right? do. Uh, we're watching one of them right now, the New England Patriots. Go up a few hundred miles north, you're in Buffalo with Bills, <laughs> <laughs> And then you go to East Rutherford, New Jersey, for the New York Jets. Jets. And uh, then you head down south, way down south, down south, to Miami, home of Will Smith. Going to Miami. Miami hey, real quick, Miami. what division is Houston in? <laughs> oh, that would be the uh, NFC. Nope. Nope. <laughs> AFC. Yeah. Yep. South. Yeah. Hey, you got it. <laughs> One step at a time, Josh. One step at a time. Well, we're going to start with our Miami Dolphins. We're going to start down yonder in the bright lights, big city of Miami. Alex's favorite town. You're a Miami guy, if I've ever seen one. Yeah, my friends call me Scarface. They do. You're flashy, you know, yeah. in your face. You like pastels. Sure Not do. really pastels. Like brighter than that. Like bright pinks neon and pastels. teals. Yeah, yeah, neon pastels. Well, guys, so far this season, we've got some subtractions. Byron Jones on the defense is out of town. Mike Gusecki is gonzo as well. Uh, some key additions here. Gusecki out of here. Gusecki out of here. On the uh, addition side, we've got Jalen Ramsey, who is uh, not doing so good, uh, injured a few weeks ago. Uh, what was the timeline on his injury, actually? I know that was a, a while ago. Let's get our cat producer. Look at that. Hey, cat producer. 
Yep. Beep, boop, beep. Uh, injured his knee, was carted off. Yep, I knew that. I don't see anything <clears throat> about a return timetable. So. Yeah, it's because I think he had surgery on it. Um, yeah. Full. I think he's going to miss some time. He had the, uh, the meniscus repair. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jalen Ramsey's first year in Miami is not uh, starting out quite as you'd hope. But some other additions for this team. Uh, we've got rookie running back Devon Chain. Uh, and uh, Braxton Berrios is in town from the New York Jets, as long as well as uh, his old teammate Mike White. Remember Mike White? He had that White one Mike. game a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. White Mike. Uh, and also uh, Chosen Anderson, uh, who formerly Robbie Anderson. The Chosen One? The Chosen One himself. Uh, and Vic Fangio is in town for the defense. Uh, let's start with the guy. Let's start with the guy that's going to make it all happen. Tua Tagovailoa um, is back under uh, under center for the team. <clears throat> Um, they did exercise his fifth year option. So barring another brain rattling concussion should be back for 2024 as well. Um, he is clear, uh, from the concussion protocol as of February last man, last season, man, he took some, he took some shots. Uh, yes, he did rough season for old Tua. Um, but he is expected to be ready for 2023 opener here coming up soon. Uh, you know, you got to imagine that susceptibility to concussions is still going to be in play for him as you know every other player you know in the the game so it's you know it's always a thing to keep an eye on um but the concussion situation so i mean i don't want to get into a whole thing with this but like at this point and uh, i'll just i'll throw this over to alex like you know how much you know the long-term health situation i mean one more concussion i mean you got to start maybe thinking about retirement like what do you think yeah well i mean he's never played a full season uh, or started every game in a season. Yeah, that is true. Um, how many concussions has he had at this point? Do you know? Not off the top of my head, but I, I well, wasn't. It was two, two last, last year. year. Um, I mean, we can get our cat producer on that. But yeah, I mean, you think one more, and like last I mean, year, yeah, nasty too. A, ba- a bad shot, and either he, yeah. I mean, I don't. I would hope that he would know when it's time for his body to, to retire. But from both his perspective and the team, I mean, you can't, you don't want to, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I he's a risk. I, I, I like the outlook for the team. And I think if he could play a whole year, he could be very good, but I don't know that I believe that it'll happen. Yeah. So, and last year, cause I remember he had one against the Packers too. And I believe there was one, also before the really bad one against the Bengals too. So I think it was three and 13 games last year with the one where he was stretchered off against Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, that was the scary one. And I mean, obviously they're not great uh, injuries to have at all for anyone, but uh, Josh, what do you think to Do you think he is the long-term solution at quarterback for the Dolphins? Well, yeah. I mean, y- you raise, I think the most, important concern is you know what does another concussion do in terms of his career and and I mean from a fantasy perspective uh I think he's a great option but can he stay healthy and and avoid you know that risk so um there's really nothing you can do to kind of protect from it um so I mean I think he's a long-term option as long as he's there yeah um, because I think he's a very competent quarterback yeah well let's get into the fantasy side of this so um Last season, 13 games played. Obviously, the three concussions is known in that 13 games. <clears throat> Just five of those games exceeded 18 fantasy points. All others were 16 points or fewer. 
Um, but of course, we have to take into account the week two performance, the absolutely massive week two performance. I believe in non, if you, if you aren't doing any bonuses, it was around 40 points, 41 points. Um, and there was three straight games in there from weeks eight to 10 uh, between 23 and 29, 30 points. So three pretty solid weeks there. Um, and again, right now, we can't really assume injury. We can't really assume those things for anyone. Um, so we're just expecting, you know, top, top, you know, top health for this dude. Um, do you think he can com- he can produce at a high end or at least a low end quarterback one level, Alex? Yeah, I do as long as he plays. But that's the yeah. Again, we'll that's say, the one say, issue. Say, if he plays, that, then yes, I'm, I would. I would. I think if you want to wait in your draft, um, after the first tier of guys, I think he's still a good enough um, week in week out player to start. Uh, at QB one, if you if you're a person that takes a quarterback later, yeah. So looking at the running backs in this situation, so you would hope that he's less. You know, they're they're not going to run the ball as much here. Um, they re-signed uh, free agents Mostert, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, both uh, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers. Miles Gask, the Gascan, the Gascan, he's still in town. Salvin Ahmed is there as well. Uh, that's in 87% uh, of the running back carries from last year being carried over to this year also. Um, so, you know, you'd imagine hopefully they, they don't do as many design runs with Tua just to, you know, kind of not to alleviate that situation. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you've got top, you know, elite talent at wide, the wide receiver position um, in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell um, that, you know, the huge plays are there. With mm-hmm. both of those guys, they're both absolutely excellent. Um, if Tua can't go, you've got Mike White in town, um, which I think is a pretty solid backup option. Uh, White has thrown for 300 or more yards in three of his seven career starts. He had that one game where he threw for a buttload of yards, too. I think that he's more than capable of making these two guys stay relevant in fantasy if something is to happen to Tua. So, um, you know, I think they've got a solid situation in the quarterback position. And again, we're just assuming, you know, we, we aren't assuming injury for anyone when we talk about these players uh, just because you really can't, you know. So um, right now I have Tua Tagovailoa. This is my quarterback 13. Josh, where do you got Tua rank? I have him as my 11. 11? So I got a little higher. Who do you do got Do you him? have him above Cousins or below Cousins? I have him below Cousins. Yes. I have him above, above Cousins. Really? Yeah. And I think on... The rankings I'm referring to on an unnamed website, I don't think I need to name, to name of. Oh, um, Yahoo? 12 in between both. Oh, you got him between. Who do you got above him? Um, Probably Dak Prescott or Daniel yeah, Jones. Yeah, Prescott like is above him and um, Cousins is right behind him. Nice. Yeah, I think that he's capable of, of exceeding that. Um, with the options he has, like I said, the backfield is absolutely loaded. We'll see how many of those backs come out of, uh, out of the uh, preseason. But... Um, Solid options there for Tua. I like him moving to the season. Uh, Josh, right now, where are you? Would you feel comfortable taking him as your your quarterback one rolling into the season? Yeah, and, and in a lot of drafts, mock drafts, where you know I'm I'm waiting on quarterback, you know, not going for one of those top three guys. He's been a, a dude I've been targeting in you know sixth, seventh rounds or whatever, mm-hmm. um, just because you know. As long as Hill is there and as long as Waddle's there, the upside, you know, he showed it that that rate that crazy Ravens game where they think they put up like fifty two points or something. Yeah. Uh he he's oh, very yeah, that was the one, yeah. Yeah, he's got that big game, uh high ceiling potential kind of 
week in, week out, and yeah. that's what I'd kind of be looking for for a late round, you know, later round quarterback. Um, and I, I think I have him higher just because, you know, the risk of the concussion is is there, but I think that injury risk is is there for any quarterback. So yeah. it, it, it doesn't factor into well, it's my there ranking for, of him. Yeah, it's there for every player. So I think that's that's the, the reason why I don't really like to assume. I mean, like I said, yeah, two pretty severe brain injuries into the season. It's hard not to look at that. But, um, yeah, it's it's just your tolerance for risk as far as two is concerned yeah. for me. I, I would draft him, but I'd also then have to pretty shortly after, maybe a round or two after draft, maybe a lower-end quarterback who's a little reliable. Yeah. Rodgers, Stafford, Cousins maybe. Yeah. If they're still there, it's just so you have – like I did that last year when I drafted the Niners quarterback who ended up playing a game and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had Cousins, so it, might, it was all right. Yeah. It didn't blow up in your face entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, his current ADP, uh, according to Fantasy Pros, is number 90, which I think is a pretty solid spot for him and what he can give. He was a great passer last year when he was on the field. You know, the fantasy numbers weren't there. But if you go just based on, you know, the numbers, uh, led all quarterbacks in passer rating, 105.5. Yards per attempt was 8.9. Touchdown percentage, 6.3%. So, I mean, the numbers are there. He can throw the ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see if he's on the field. Uh, let's move on to this backfield. Uh, we just mentioned all these names. Uh, let's go over them again. Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Miles Gaskin, Salvin Ahmed, and uh, that rookie, uh, Devon Chain. Yeah. Um, uh, Miami's 2022 running game was not so great. Uh, they were 31st in rush attempts per game, uh, 27th in rushing yards per game, and 27th in rushing touchdowns also. Um, they accounted for just nine total rushing touchdowns, the running back specifically. Um, they did rank 11th in points per game, uh, so there's that. Um, but I do think that they need to improve their running game. Mostert, Wilson, uh, they were the backs with the highest touches. They were they finished as running back 30 and running back 37, so not, not great. Uh, neither averaged more than 10 points per game. Uh, Mostert and Wilson, they're injury prone and, you know, they're old, you know, they're getting older. I keep saying they're old. They're not old. They're football old. Um, the health thing is there, you know, for both of these guys and last year's production. It's just week to week fantasy starters for either of these guys. Josh, do you like either of them trusting or is this more of a plug and play flex situation? Well, these two guys? I mean, as between Mostert and, and uh, Wilson, um, not really. I mean, they finished the season last year very close in, in terms of uh, rushing 891 for Mostert, 860 uh, on the ground for, for Wilson, uh, three touchdowns for Mostert, five for Wilson and pretty much the same in terms of fantasy points. Um, and I see them going pretty close to one another in terms of ADP and, and drafts. Yeah. And for me, and I, I'm probably, you're going to get to this. The value to me is, is the rookie Devin yeah. uh, chain. Uh, mm-hmm. I think from what I've heard, really good reports out of camp, they like him a lot. And I think he gives both kind of the pass catching ability and between the tackles um, opportunities that, I mean, Mostert and Wilson, you kind of just flip a coin. I mean, yep. um, I don't see any upside to either of them, which, which I do see with, with uh, a chain. Yeah. A chain. Yeah. A chain. A chain. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. No, I don't either. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him on the podcast. I'm sure he'll be another one of our great, great friends. But um, yeah, I our agree. Great, with you. great friends. Great, great. Um, yeah. For all of these guys, the one that I'm feeling the, you know, again, it's 
Who knows what's going to happen with it, but in most formats, Achain is the one that I would be looking to have super fast. Um, you know, I think that the coach likes him. I think that in Dynasty, I think this is a really smart pick. And obviously, mm. if you're mm-hmm. drafting Dynasty, you've, you've most likely already had your draft. Um, but you got to see with Mostert and Wilson, their their injury history. Uh, you know, I think that there's going to be some games where they're unavailable. I think he's got some really big play big play potential right now devon chain uh, his adp is number 98 so he's currently off my list uh my top 50 running backs but i've got wilson at 41 and i've got mostert at 44 um yeah if i'm going after any of these guys i'll change the guy that i'm looking at because i think that he could be a steal late in drafts if that does happen uh wide receivers guys this is going to be one of those ones that's pretty easy uh both of these wide receivers at the top of the the depth chart are both very very talented obviously Tyreek Hill needs no uh fantasy introduction um the dude's been really really stellar leaving uh behind Patrick Mahomes last year was still absolutely phenomenal um right now he's my wide receiver four do you have him any any lower or higher than that? I have him at my three I just moved him up over cup above cup yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what'll happen for me too at at uh, some point in time. But yeah, um, the quarterback play was shaky last year, but these two dudes are just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Hill and Waddle uh, are one of three pairs of teammates that rank in the top fifteen fantasy wide receivers in twenty twenty two. Both of them were around sixteen points per game or more. Uh, Hill finished as the wide receiver three and a 21, 21 points per game average. Uh, he's absolutely the top option in this offense. Um, third most targets, 170 in the league last season, uh, 53 more than Waddle. Um, but, you know, it's with, with Hill. I mean, he's saying he's just going to play for, what, three more years? Didn't he come out and say he was only going to play for three more years? Oh, yeah, I, I had believe, to that. Yeah, but... I believe Tyreek Hill uh, earlier in the in the summer said that. Um, Waddle's dynasty value, I think, is going to go way up, um, if not jumping Tyreek Hill. Um, Hill and Waddle uh, account for 77% of Miami's uh, wide receiver targets from last year. I don't see Berrios or Anderson or anyone else hitting that too too harshly. Um, right now, Jalen Waddle, I have as You're my You're not order. choosing I'm not Robbie? Choosing Robbie. He's not chosen. He's chosen to be fourth on the depth chart. Exactamundo. Uh, yeah, I've got Jalen Waddle currently as my wide receiver 10. Josh, what are you feeling with Waddle? Uh, Waddle, I'd have maybe a little lower. I'd, I'd put him like 11. Um, but definitely top twelve. A little lower. You're not. You weren't kidding. It was like one lower. One, one, one lower. Spot. Exactly. It's one less. lower. So it's the little as you can get. Yeah, I have him be- above Garrett Wilson. Um, I like him there. Like I said, he proved last year with the you know iffy quarterback play, he could still get the job done. Really like these guys. Anything else on these wide receivers? I think that that they're no, both they're both great. spectacular. I'm not I'm not worried about either of these guys. I think if you're Late first round or middle first round and Tyreek Hill sitting there, you're going to be fine. If you decide to go running back in the first and you can snag Waddle in the second, I think you're going to be fine. Uh, the tight end position here. Um, in 2022, Dolphins tight ends got around 14% target share. Mike Gusecki had 52 targets. Uh, that led all Dolphins tight ends, uh, and that was just 9.7% of the target share from last season. Um, he is with the Patriots now, who we'll be talking about a little bit later. I just don't think that there's anybody really here that I like. I know we've done this a lot with the with different teams with tight ends. Uh, right now, the depth chart is Durham Smythe, Eric Sauber. Durham Smythe. 
It's like a name of a 19th century industrialist or Durham something. Smythe. Durham Smythe. Yeah, like your, it's like your school's library is named after. <laughs> the Durham Smythe uh, Library. Memorial Coliseum. Yeah, we got Elijah Higgins here, Tanner Connor. Two names with errors at the end of them. Uh, <laughs> Connor and Higgins have never caught a pass in the NFL. Smythe and Sobert both have, uh, but neither have had more than 34 receptions in a season. Uh, for me, with the with the elite wide receiver talent here, I don't like either of these tight ends. Do you have any of these tight ends ranked, Josh? Nope. Not a single one of them? None of them. Man, the Miami Dolphins, you're really crushing it right now in the tight end situation. Because, I mean, even with Kaseki last year, he was another one of those guys that's, you know, you hope yeah. that maybe he scores a touchdown. If he doesn't, he's not doing a whole hell of a lot for you. Um, yeah, I do not have uh, any of them ranked currently either. Uh, I would avoid uh, their situation entirely. Um, I just don't see any of these guys making any real waves for fantasy. Uh, so for that, we'll move on. The Dolphins. Uh, so we've got, you know, three very draftable players and the quarterback and the two wide receivers. Um, and a promising rookie running back that could make some waves there. But yeah, other than that, I, I'm not loving the rest of this team. Chosen Anderson, you might be able to throw in there maybe. He's always been that guy. I believe his name is Robbie Chosen. Robbie Chosen. No, it's Chosen Anderson. Not according to this. Seriously, everything I've seen says Chosen Anderson. Like, literally everything. ESPN says Robbie Chosen, but who knows? (laughs) Robbie Chosen. That's worse. That's weirder. It's worse, yeah. That's that's weirder if it is. Well, we'll have to leave that up to our cat cat producer to find out the answers on. Uh, Guys, uh, Joshy boy, you know what? We did this last week, Josh. Uh... You're an, a big AFC East fan. Uh-huh. You're from Huge. Maine. You know you he love. You can name all the teams. You love the area and all the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go to? Uh-huh. You want to go to Jersey? You want to go to Boston? Well, yeah, know? yeah. Let's talk about the team that's on our TV right now. Let's talk about the team that's on the TV. The New England Patriots. Uh, some subtractions for this team. Jacoby Myers is gone. He is with the Raiders. Um, Devin McCourty retired. Janu Smith is out of town. Nelson Aguilar gone. Some key additions here. Juju Smith-Schuster, a uh, guy we just talked about. Mike Gusecki. Uh, Riley Reef, an offensive lineman. Uh, and we've got some solid Christian Gonzalez, a rookie cornerback. Jabril Peppers is in town. And jo- old James Robinson. Remember him. Yeah. And Tom Brady is still gone. Tom Brady is not with the team. Believe it or not, he is not here. So do not ask for him. He will not show up. <laughs> you can ask for him all you want. Yeah, it's not going to make a difference. You can come and scream at us. You do what we want. I'm still going to lock his ass in the panic room just because oh, I'm, wor- I'm worried about how he's going to do throughout the season not playing for a team. So I just, I'm just i locking him up in there for his I mean, not locking him up for legal purposes. We're allowing It's him, certainly not a prison. We're allowing him to stay there for his own well-being. I just think that that's the right thing to do. Now, this quarterback situation. We're... Uh, <sighs> I... Lots of back and forth so far uh, this season uh, with him. It seemed like possibility of a trade happening before the draft. That didn't happen. Um, You know, we'll see what happens. But Mac Jones uh, with the New England Patriots. Josh, I'm just going to throw it out there this year. If Mac Jones doesn't do something this year, if he doesn't make some waves, do you think he is the quarterback of the New England Patriots starting the 2024 season? No. I mean, yeah, you can't can't keep giving him chances. Yeah. so I don't know who it'll be, but a better question is if he's bad this year, 
is Bill Belichick the coach next year? Yeah, that is another thing. Well, so which I'm, would have been unthinkable like even last year. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you're in a tough division. The division just got tougher with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I just don't see them doing anything. You here. look like the worst team in the division. Yeah. Um, so the thing, of course, like teams are moving on from quarterbacks. I think sooner than they were in the past. I think the financial yeah. obligation that these that this position holds, I think it means you got to find a guy fast. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even... They have Trace McSorley there. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Plug him in day one. You can trace... It's Trace Race, ability, 2023. The Trace Race. Ooh, that could be a good name for the episode. What about the bug zapper? The Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Well, that's the thing. Bailey Zappy played. Was it was it last year? Bailey Zappy. Yeah, and he, he had a, some games. He had like a great drive, and they all went nuts, and then he was yeah, very and then bad. flamed out. And that's the thing. I mean, he when Bailey Zappy was out there, I was like, it just looked like Mac Jones. I was like, yeah. like they have the same everything. Like they mm-hmm. they're both, you know, kind of chubby white mm-hmm. guy. Like creative players. Yeah. Yeah, and so like. <laughs> Yeah, so here, let's go back to the rookie season. So his rookie season, he threw for 3,800 yards. Uh, that, that was the 13th most among all quarterbacks in 2021. Um, and he took the team to the playoffs. Okay. And I, I believe he was – see, and now saying made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl because, like, no one else yeah. was playing it. Also, the That's, Pro Bowl doesn't – Yeah, calling – saying a guy went to the Pro because didn't – I got a call. Tyler Hyde come in. <laughs> Tyler Hundley from the Ravens, like, played in the Pro Bowl last year because nobody else wanted to do it. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Yeah. He made the Pro Bowl's rookie season. Cool. Um, but did take – yeah, the first uh, New England Patriot rookie quarterback in franchise history to take his team to the playoffs – all the well that did. Um, Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, how'd they do in those playoffs? Yeah, not so hot. Uh, <laughs> says he's feeling refreshed with his third <laughs> offensive coordinator as many seasons. That man's name? Any Anyone? Anyone know who it is? John it's an old friend. It's an old friend of the podcast. We have an episode named after him. Maybe multiples. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Bill O'Brien. Bill That's O'Brien's right. back in town. Hey. Uh, definitely with Matt Patricia. Uh, there last year, he took a huge step back. Um, but oh, I forgot Patricia was still there. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's like they all go away and fail yeah. and come back. To build. Yeah, how many of them yeah. have succeeded? None. There's gotta be one, right? Well, Josh well, McDaniels. Who was is the still dude? Yeah, he, I would not say he has no. succeeded. Josh McDaniels. Well, but who's the the Miami Dolphins head coach that got fired when the team was like kind of starting to look good? He was actually looking pretty good. He's with this. Was that a Patriots guy? Yeah, he was their defensive coordinator. He yeah. Got, Unnecessarily fired by the Dolphins. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, his yeah, last yeah. name Flowers or something? No, no. no, Trey Flowers was a player. Um, no, but you're kind of yeah. You're not far off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have a cat producer look that up. Um, so, yeah, but really, none of them do. Charlie Weiss failed miserably. I guess uh, the old defensive coordinator from back in the day. He was he was like the Chiefs interim head coach for a while. I can't remember his name either. Um, but there's been a lot of them. And yeah, Cornell. Yeah, Romeo Cornell. He was like Yikes. defensive coordinator for the Texans. For, he never succeeded as a head coach. But yeah. It was Brian Flores. Brian Flores, yeah. I mean, he was on the up and up until they you know, shit-canned him. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get back on track here. So uh, we brought in some capable pass catchers. Gasecki is... You know, not and Brian Flores is probably never going to work again, right? Because he did the he was with the he Steelers, did the lawsuit, didn't he? Yeah, he was with the Steelers yeah. last season, I believe. I don't know if he's currently on a on a on a team. Yeah, right now. but he brought the discrimination suit, right? Yeah, he yeah. did. Um, yeah, let's see, is he with a team? Here, wait. Uh, Cap producer is looking this up. I believe he's with. I believe he's with the Vikings right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the defensive coordinator for the Vikings right now. Um, God knows they need one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, so we bring in Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Gusecki. Again, for me, two solid guys. You know, I think they're solid. They're not the sexiest names. They're not going to be the... Fl- you know, it's not like bringing in like a Tyreek Hill or somebody. It doesn't even have kind of the excitement of a few years ago, like when the Bears brought in Allen Robinson. Like that was like, <laughs> ooh, yeah. This, I mean, he was good. You know, he was kind of fun. And it just flamed out. It's like Juju had a great year last year in Kansas City. Like, you know, great. And okay, you played great in the Super Bowl. Gusecki is, you know... You know, not the most no. exciting guy, but he's a solid vet. Um, solid in the red zone for both these guys. But Belichick wants a tight end like like Gusecki, like a very bland uh, tight end that you can do short passes. Well, to. he but, has one already. He's got the well, yeah, Hunter, he, yeah, Hunter Henry. Yeah. But he did the two. He did the double tight end set with Johnu Smith too. So uh, you know, bringing in two blocks, some big bodies there. Um, but yeah, both these guys are solid in the red zone. Um, do you think that this is enough to help? Mac Jones kind of moved to the next level, though. Do you think this is enough? New offensive coordinator? No. no. You don't see it happening? Uh-uh. Okay, yeah. so I know that we've been told that we agree on too many things, but on this one, I think this is a resounding yes. I, I you, you know, we're, you know, you can pontificate about whatever. I don't think Mac Jones. Is. Yes to the no. Yeah. 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 Mac Jones is not going to be anything for me. No. I think he's, I think his, his days as a starter are numbered. The question is, yeah, what does he do if he's going to bench him? I yeah. Mean, Go with Bailey Zappi. With Zappi? Yeah. I, I, I don't know why they didn't at least sign or draft like a late rounder this yeah. year. I don't get it. But So for me, even if even if Mac Jones is able to take all of this and kind of get to the next level and, you know, get some wins under his belt, great news for the Patriots. That's fantastic. But for me, even if that happens for fantasy purposes, Mac Jones is nothing. He's if you're in a two QB league, he's bent uh, bench depth. Um he has more single season fantasy performances than he does twenty point performances. He is a nightmare scenario. Week eighteen, you're in your championship, and you have Mahomes or somebody who's not playing, and you need to pick up somebody on the bench. Ugh, and you're feeling you real bad about Mac it. Jones. Yeah, in thirty one career starts, he has nine performances uh, in the single digits, and he has four uh, performances uh, of twenty points um, in that range. Uh, so Jones has just 29 point, 29 total points from rushing in 31 starts. So he's absolutely worthless on the ground. Gives you nothing there. Um, that's less than the one point. That's less than one point per game for rushing. No upside whatsoever. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Ooh, someone score a touchdown. Uh-huh. Teddy. All right, guys. So I don't want to talk about Mac Jones anymore. Thank God. So let's move on to the running back situation here. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was a... Razzle-dazzle, uh, baby. Look at this. Oh, it fell back down. Fell in his chest. Oh, off the leg. Whoop. Wow. Oh, it was his knee out of bounds, though. Take all the touchdown. Take it to anyway. the tape. Take it to the tape. Uh, yeah, so the running back situation in New England. As I like to call England. it. New England. <laughs> um, let me get uh, my rankings sheet pulled up for running backs. I need to really get these on the same thing here. Um, <clears throat> Ramondre Stevenson uh, came in last season. Uh, I think he could be uh, running back one. Absolutely. In points per reception, uh, PPR game. Um, 13th on a points per game basis last year, around 15 points in 2022. Um, Josh, do you think there, do you think that Stevenson cracks the top 12 this year? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh Fourth in receptions amongst all running backs last season. Um, I think, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster and Gusecki are going to come in and take some some of those targets away. Um, but Jacoby Myers being gone, he was the leader in targets last year, um, not with the team anymore. I think that's still solid. 17% target share for Ramondre Stevenson last year. I think that he'll maintain that. 
can I just point out, uh, he of had course. 69 receiving, uh, 69 receptions, 421 yards. He was Ooh. one oh off from God. the number. One close to perfection. You so know. close to it being cool. Uh, well, I mean, so you can't really do a touchdown number unless there's a smaller number that's, you know, also funny. Eh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if he can improve upon that target share because that would really help him go to the next level. Um well, Sorry yes, to continue. To, I'll just add on. I mean, Harris is gone. We're going to talk about him in a minute, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he has top five potential for certain uh, if he gets any any portion of the yards that were going to Harris on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I really like him. Um, to me, the only questions are, is that offense going to be good enough to you know, maintain the, the touchdown floor that he needs to crack that, that top five? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and do they bring in a Dalvin Cook, a Zeke? I yeah. know I think both have visited New England, but something to keep an eye on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, if you were drafting today, that I guess would be somewhat of a risk. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you 100% here. Damian Harris is now with the Bills. Uh, 106 carries in 11 games last season for Damian Harris. That's one-third of the Patriots running back carries from last season. And he was the biggest competition there for Stevenson. Um, I think he's going to get the majority of the snaps. I think he's going to take that. Um, James Robinson, I don't think, is a lock to even make the team. Uh, so, I again, yeah, you're correct with the – is it, you know, do they bring in another body? Do they bring in a body like Dalvin Cook, who would, you imagine, command a little bit more of the offense? If not, this dude, I think, has top five possibility in Ramondre Stevenson. Moving on to the wide receivers for this team. Uh, obviously, top target. We've said his name a couple of times from 2022. Jacoby Myers is now with the Raiders. Um you know, not the greatest uh, passing offense here last year, obviously, but Myers still did manage to lead the team in targets 96 and receiving touchdowns six, um, which account for one third of the team's uh, totals from last season. Juju coming in as you'd assume, presumably the new number one on this offense um, signed the exact same deal. Also uh, that Jacoby Myers got with the Raiders, uh, albeit with less guaranteed money. Um, we've got Kendrick Bourne. We've got Devontae Parker and Tyquan Thornton. Um, Juju's the only wide receiver they added in free agency, and they did not draft one until uh, day three, I believe. Um, I don't think that Juju is worth targeting or anyone from this offense with Mac Jones at quarterback. I think there are, you know, I believe last week we talked about some situations where it's like, okay, you know, barring quarterback play, this guy could be in play. I don't like any of these guys. Josh, do you like any of these, any of these wide receivers no. mid to late rounds in your draft? Not really. Not really. Is that, so, I mean, Juju would be the guy I imagine. Yeah. You'd presume he'd be the one, but you know, I, yeah, I'm not thrilled about, uh, any of them. Um, Parker, you may get some value there, probably where he's going in drafts, and he's yeah. shown some flashes, but here and there, yeah. But it, I'm not really interested. Parker's been mostly a bust in in my. Uh, oh, see, Stroud did play in this game, two for four for 13 yards and an INT at halftime. Bailey Zappi, ten for twelve for 67 yards. Ooh, the zapper, the zapper. Stroud only played two drives. You got that makes zapped. Sense. Uh, but yeah, right now the only New England Patriots wide receiver I have in my top 60 ranking is Juju. I have him at my wide receiver 46. Josh, do you have him ranked? Not really. You I'd say that's about right. No Juju. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's just hard to tell here. Uh, Jacoby Myers was able to st- string together a pretty solid. 
couple of fantasy seasons here. Um, so this is more of a wait and see for me. I'm not targeting any of these guys. Let's move on to the tight ends here. Um, Gasecki, Mike Gasecki. Uh, Josh, where do you have Mike? Where do you have Mike Gasecki ranked right now? Oh, uh, definitely out outside the top. Outside twenty, your, outside probably. Um, Gasecki is an interesting one. I think that with a quarterback like Mac Jones, I think that the guys who will benefit from his, uh, let's just say shittiness. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to okay. say something a little bit more. You're, you're yeah, right. I like how you're, you're like trying to put say, it delicately. Let me put this delicately. Shit. Yeah. But, um, go, go off queen. Go off. Do do butt head person. Um, he could have a bounce back season. Um, I currently have him as my tight end 18. Um, and the guys he's about, you know, some of the rookies that Dalton Kincaid kid from Buffalo, um, just because he's a rookie, you know, and we don't trust him. We don't trust him here. Um, Mike McDaniel here, uh, his role kind of, cause he would play outside in Miami. That was completely eliminated, uh, for more blocking. Um, reliable patch catcher again he's one of those tight ends that's just kind of there you know he'll get drafted late and just be around you throw him in when you have a bye week or something unless you really really need one um Gusecki logged uh in the the previous uh, few seasons here um average uh the average depth for target is something i did want to talk about 11.1 yards um between uh 2019 and 2022 so pretty solid with that i mean obviously you're not still getting those Travis Kelsey numbers with that. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a possibility here of that being pretty solid. Um, but yeah, the tight end position during Mac Jones's rookie season uh, was a 23% target share. Um, Hunter Henry is going to have a role, um, as we all know, but he loves the two tight end sets. But I think that they can both be pretty solid. Um, Gasecki would probably be the one that I would look for in drafts, but again, not that high. Not that high. He's going to be yeah. kind of, uh, if you want the bench depth at tight end or just, you know, wait for him in free agency for me. All right. So that will end the New England Patriots. Uh, we're going to do a brief uh, little thingy. You're going to hear some blurbs, and uh, then we'll be back with uh, whatever team Alex decides we're doing next. The Final Fantasy. And we are back with a new team. Alex, we've been to Miami. We've been to South Beach. We've been up in Boston or outside of Boston, near Boston. Near Boston. Near Boston. We show no, not to Boston. Boston. Uh, you know, you you have kind of the rough and tumble uh, act of a Jersey boy in you. Or maybe you like your wings a little spicy. Where do you want to go? You want to go Buffalo or you want to go to want to go to New Jersey? Well, Jersey's? I'm feeling a little feeling a little bad, a little crime, a little mafia. Ooh. Bill's mafia, that Bill's is. Bill's mafia. <laughs> 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 well, then that's a good bait and switch. Well, right? good on. I like it. Let's uh let's take a trip to Buffalo, boys. Let's let's walk through town. Uh it's it's cold and snowy. Beautiful time of year <laughs> though right set, now. Not set, now. Set a scene for you. It's not snowy right now. Right now it's summertime in Buffalo. Uh gorgeous. The, the couples and love it's a town for lovers, you know. That's what they say. Is that Virginia? Whatever. No, it's Buffalo. You were right the first time. I was right the first time. It's a city, not a state, and it has that motto. Uh, some guys we lost in free agency here. Case Keenum is with the Texans. Tremaine Edmonds with the Chicago Bears. Isaiah McKenzie is with the Colts. 
And Jameson Crowder's with the Giants, and obviously a name we all know, Devin Singletary, is with the Texans, along with old Case Keenum. Uh, some additions here. Trent Sherfield from the Dolphins, uh, Latavius Murray from the Broncos, Damian Harris from the Patriots, and Connor McGovern from the Cowpokes. Uh, and then, obviously, this uh, draft, we had the tight end, Dalton Kincaid. And uh, wide receiver, later, a little later on, Justin Shorter. Justin Shorter. Hmm. Justin Shorter. Justin Shorter. Uh, <laughs> let's start with the quarterback here. Uh, the quarterback, I don't think we have to go into too many uh, things with here. Josh Allen is obviously a tremendous fantasy asset. has been nothing but fantastic over the last four years. And I don't think that there's anything that would set him up for not having another fantastic uh, fantasy season here in 2023. Uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the league finishes uh, QB2 in fantasy scoring. 4,283 yards passing, 35 touchdowns, uh, round 770 rushing yards with another seven scores on the ground. Dynamic playmaker, passing, rushing, super valuable asset in fantasy for me. Josh, where do you have him ranked as your quarterbacks? Uh, uh, he would be my QB2. QB2 as well. Mm -hmm. I got him above Jalen. Uh, that could change, though. Who knows throughout the season. But if you draft Josh Allen, you're going to have a pretty solid quarterback season. Anything you guys want to talk about Josh Allen? I think he's pretty good. He's a pretty good. He's a pretty good quarterback, fellas. Wonderful. Pretty good quarterback. Great, great name. Great quarterback. Does fall but, off a little bit there near the end of the season, but you know, hell, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Let's, yeah. That uh, team kind of fell off toward the end of the year. It did, didn't mm. it? They, they, they do. That's what they do. Hey, uh, actually, no. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, let's move on to the running back situation here in Buffalo. Uh, so obviously, your top guy from last season, both guys are gone. Zach Moss was he? traded midway last season yeah i don't know where he Colts, wound up i believe i'm not sure right. where he is now but um zach moss is completely off the radar uh devin singletary is with the houston texans uh right now as it stands this running back room is not my favorite um fantasy football players abound uh great intrigue with this uh situation uh with devin singletary out um Lots of opportunity here, I think, in this offense. Um, but even Singletary was always kind of – he would have some great games. And near the back end of last season, he was a very valuable fantasy asset. Um, James Cook uh, is still here, second-year player, uh, the brother of uh, the aforementioned Dalvin Cook. Uh, and Damian Harris, uh, I think, are the probably the guys who, for me, are going to be the highest on this list. Uh, Naheem Hines, uh, I believe, is out for the season. Uh, he – uh, Josh, can you look up that injury for Naheem? Yeah. Uh, was looking to be more of a uh, special teams uh, contributor, but I uh, believe, yeah, he's going to have knee surgery. Torn ACL. Yeah, torn ACL. So he's, he don't. he's done for the season. Um, Latavius Murray, eh, you know, it's he's, he's one of those older backs, the elder statesman. Uh, James Cook is going to be the first guy that we talk about here. Pretty unknown player coming into 2022 season, um, but an impressive rookie campaign. Uh, limited time behind Singletary and Moss to start the season, but did make the most of his opportunities. I believe he did fumble on his first carry or something. I remember like that. that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> did come back here later on in the season. Uh, very fast, super, super agile as a runner. Um, and great in the passing game. Uh, finished the season with 507 rushing yards and two touchdowns on just 89 carries. Uh, added 21 catches and 180 yards and a score through the air. Um, with Singletary gone, do you see, Josh, do you see James Cook's role increasing? 
or will it be more the same with Damian Harris and these other backs we talked about in town? Uh, I see it increasing. Um, you know, a month or so ago, I was really on the hype train for James Cook. I thought, you know, it, it's going to be his backfield. I was, I think the genetics are there. I thought mm-hmm. he was going to be Dalvin 2.0. Um, but as I start to look at it a little <laughs> A little more objectively, uh, you know, Harris is a good running back. Yeah, he um, is. And I think he's going to get a lot of the goal line work. You know, Cook, I think, is good. And I, I think he's going to get a lot of the reception uh, work uh, in the backfield, yes. third down situations. But the guy, for where I see them going, I like Harris better. That's I do not too. to say that I think Cook is not going to be the get the lion's share of the work. But... Harris is going to be relevant for fantasy and in real life football. IRL, IRL ball, IRL. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, last season, Harris was it was kind of a RB one. Both him and Ramondre Stevenson were both uh, right there. Powerful runner. Um, Cook brings the speed. Harris brings the power. Um, so I do. I, I do think that Harris is going to be the early down goal line guy, and Cook. I do think will have an expanded pass catching role in this team again not knowing how they're going to split carries going into the season um you know we'll find that as the as the preseason kind of evolves here um but i think both of these guys do have potential to be pretty solid uh fantasy contributors right now harris is the top guy i have i have him at uh running back 41 right now mm-hmm. which i know is low but again right now or i have james cook um a little bit higher i have james cook at 35 um but again, I could see that flip flopping, you know, depending on how this offense goes. Remember the goal line work? Josh Allen takes a lot of that goal line work. So is that a huge boon for Damian Harris when you're playing with Mac Jones? Yes. When you're playing with Josh Allen, not so much. Um, I believe that he will get some of those carries, but Josh Allen is still there and Josh Allen does get a lot of the Yeah, goal he's line gonna work. poach a lot of those, you yeah. know, short one yard, you know, get behind the the center and just yeah. put it in the end zone. Well, let's move on to the wide receiver room for this team. Uh, super productive uh, wide receiver core here uh, with Stefan Diggs uh, at the top of the uh, the food chain here. Um, lots of guys missing, though. Jameson Crowder gone. Isaiah McKenzie gone. Um, Gabe Davis last year for me was a really he's, – he's that boomer bust guy. He's, there's so many of them. You know, you can count the boomer bust wide receivers – and you're going to get a lot of them. Uh, fast dudes who, you know, will have a huge game here and then go five weeks just completely silent. And that's what makes it really hard to gauge the rest of the guys below here. Stefan Diggs, I currently have ranked as my wide receiver six uh, below Devontae Adams. Um, he's a plug-and-play guy. Um, he's absolutely the Bills' number one receiver. A very consistent performer if, you, if you're looking for fantasy. Um, gets open, makes plays, and he's going to be the top option again. Um, Gabe Davis, though, uh, Josh, where do you have Gabe Davis ranked? And if so, where do you have mm, Gabriel? Not, not my rankings generally go up to 30, but yeah. he, he's somewhere outside of that. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's where the problem here is. Uh, Gabe Davis is, can be brilliant. He can absolutely be brilliant. Um, finish the year with 836 yards and seven touchdowns on 48 catches. So that's. You know, that's kind of what he does, um, but super inconsistent. Like I said, you get those you get those 
three quiet games mixed in with the I remember big... the, the first game last year, the guy in our league who had Gabe Davis, where I think he blew up for like two touchdowns or something. Thought. Yep. It's my league winner, baby. Yep. Was that person, uh, does his name start with an R and end with an N? Could have. Yep, it was. I always know because every year, every year, and we can say his name. We've talked about him before. Every, and Ryan's guessed it on the podcast before too. But every year, Ryan gets a guy who's clearly a wide receiver two or wide receiver three. That I remember because he, he kept talking to me about Gabe Davis. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty good. It's a good, yeah. He's a good number two receiver on that team. Yeah. It's like, I think he's going to win me the league. I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> he did. I don't know. Newsflash. Didn't happen. But I, he had a Sammy Watkins the year he was in Kansas City. And, <laughs> yeah. And week one when Sammy Watkins absolutely went off and he's like, this guy. And I was like, eh, we'll see. Week one Watkins. You're going to progress to the mean. And so did Gabe Davis. Um, the question is, how does he keep doing it? I don't know. Every <laughs> how does he year keep he does picking it. Every year. The guy that blows up week one. Yeah. If, I mean, that... Gabe Davis wasn't a bad pick last year. No. Like I said, I and mean. And it came right after that playoff game where he had, like, what, four touchdowns? Yeah, that insane playoff game. Um, but, you know, he is, yeah, he's the second option there. And a good second option. But it's, it, it, you know, it shows, last year shows why you, you can't get a guy like that too high. No, and that's the problem. Yeah, when you're clear right now, his ADP is 100. Um, I do not have him in my top 60. Um, but if he can just become a little more consistent, he could be an absolute spectacular steal late in drafts. But that's the thing. 836 and 7, that's Jacoby Myers' numbers. You're like, okay, that's cool. But Jacoby Myers had 96 catches. Or was it 96 targets? Whatever. It was a lot of catches to his 48. Mm. So... That's not a huge amount of points you're getting in that PPR, half-point PPR situation. He's going to blow up for you, and then he's going to do nothing for you for four weeks. That's kind of what he's shown here. Uh, Khalil Shakur is uh, the other guy here. Showed a little promise towards the, end of their se- uh, towards the end of the season. 161 yards and a touchdown on just 10 catches in pretty limited playing time. Um, if he develops uh, and takes over that kind of third spot here, could be a solid sleeper pick here late in drafts. But other than that... Um, not really looking at uh, Justin Shorter here uh, out of Florida, uh, the rookie who they brought in. little unproven, so I'm, I'm not having him on my board right now. Tight end. Oh, the tight end position for the Buffalo Bills. How you have burned me so many times. Uh, there's a position battle going on right now between Dawson Knox and the rookie Dalton Kincaid. Um, Dawson Knox has been the primary tight end for the past two years here. Um <laughs> Just hasn't lived up to that potential as a pass catcher last season. Uh, 517 yards, uh, six touchdowns on 48 catches. So uh, if that's anything, he had the same amount of catches as Gabe Davis, but you know, it's just 300 less yards and one less touchdown. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, uh, kid out of Utah, fifth round, great size, great athleticism, one of those tight ends. You know, every year there's one of those guys that's like, this, this is the one, this is the next Kelsey. We're bringing in the next Travis Kelsey. Um, Showed flashes in college, uh, completely unproven at the NFL level. Um, could make an impact, though. You know, we'll have to see here. Um, you know, being a first-round pick here uh, could help, you know. You know, when you get drafted in the first round, like, that should help, you know. But, um, eh, you know, I, I don't <laughs> – eh. um, I did have a him What's ranked. more to say, you know? Yeah, I, it's, at this point, you know, this is a great team with a lot of fun players that could do really, really well. But for me, outside Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, there are really no locks. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said, Gabe Davis, super inconsistent. The other wide receiver, a two little too Two pretty big young. locks, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Absolutely great. Yeah. Guys that could definitely uh, win your league for you. Um, Josh, do you uh, have any of these Buffalo tight ends ranked? 
um, um, on your on your numbers. I have probably both of them ranked like twenty five to thirty ish. Um, I think it's just going to be hard to know. I mean, Knox is still going to be involved. It's not going to become the Dalton Kincaid show. Fort Knox. Um, the confounding thing is, you know. Diggs is obviously the wide receiver one, and after him, it's who else? Yeah. Gabe Davis, yeah. But so those targets are going to go to the tight ends. I think it's just going to be. Are they, though? I mean, they didn't last. Dawson Knox was one of the most inconsistent fantasy players. I mean, every once in a while, he'd get a lot of targets, but in some games, you're getting two. Like, this dude likes to go deep. Yeah. And, you know, the tight ends aren't really the position that he does that with. So So look, I'm I'm really. Yeah. Well,. If I'm really waiting on a tight end, you know, I'd be fine taking a flyer on Dalton Kincaid. And, you know, he's got first-round draft capital, so they're presumably going to use him. I just always think the tight end position takes a couple of years to develop. I think pass catchers in general do. But, yeah, right now I have Kincaid as my – I have him – I mentioned below I have him below Gusecki. I've got him at 19. I've got Dawson Knox at 21. Again, we'll have to see where this shakes out. Uh, you know, who comes out of this on top is the tight end one. So, like I said, if that uh, hasn't happened by the time you're drafting, hell, draft them both, you know, just, just yeah. so you know, just t- take them there right before go. your kicker or whatever. Uh, all right, guys, that will lock up the bills here. Um, let's move on to the last one. So, you know, we're, we're finally making our way to New Jersey. You guys didn't want to go there earlier, but we're, we're doing Save it. Save the best for last. Same. Woke up this morning. <laughs> saving the best for last uh so right now obviously the big thing here is we brought in aaron Rodgers. uh josh where do you got your aaron Rodgers ranking where do you got him uh i think i got him like 18 ish in 18-ish. my ranking teen ish i have him currently as my uh quarterback 14 um, so I think he can still make some moves. I think that he could still be a guy that, you know, if you don't go early, you know, if you don't get the guys, the the Mahomes, the Allens, the Hurts, and then if you miss out on, you know, the Jacksons, the Fields, the Herberts, the Trevors, the who have you, um, I think Aaron Rodgers could be kind of a low-key steal, which is weird to say, but I mean... I agree. Yeah, he's been in the league for a long time, so, you know, it's weird. Normally, you know, when we started playing, he was still a pretty young player it was the year after they won the super bowl actually is when we started our league so Mm -hmm. he was kind of one of those top flight quarterbacks that hasn't been the thing of late i mean last year but i mean he won the mvp award two times before that in the two years subsequent but yeah right now aaron Rodgers is my quarterback 14 um i like it i like the wide receivers on this team you know I, i like garrett wilson a lot um i think that they could really make some moves uh the interesting player for me though is and the one that i want to get your thoughts on josh is this running back this Brees hall um took the injury last season bummer ending to a promising season uh where do you have Brees hall going uh i i got him i think as my like running back 12 just 12 or 13 i mean he's right on the cusp of being yeah. the, in the top 12 for me um uh, yeah, all, all the signs are there for him to come back and be great. I mean, he had a great start to the season before the, I think it was ACL injury, right? Yeah. Um, and there's always those questions lingering of, you know, how is he going to recover from that? And um, But all signs are pointing he's going to come back first week one. Uh, his recovery, I think, has been good <clears throat> from what I understood. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the signs are there. Um but it's also another. I mean, if you were drafting today, you'd still the the Zeke and and Dalvin 
uh, question is are still hanging out there. Yeah. Do, do they bring in somebody else? Um, but yeah, somebody's going to hit the lottery, I think, with Brees Hall. If he's at full health and, and comes back strong. I agree. Uh, last season uh, in the games that he played, which he wasn't around for a lot of time, I don't believe. How many games he played in like seven or something? Yeah, I, I think that's right around where he got injured. Yeah, seven weeks he played. Yeah, but in those seven weeks, 80 carries, 463 yards, and four touchdowns. So to put that in perspective, that's almost a six-point average running or six yards per carry running the ball. The dude's got pop. He's clearly the guy that we thought he was currently on the pup list. So they're hoping that he's ready for week one. So they don't want to rush him back too soon. Alex, if Brees Hall's good to go week one, where are you drafting him? Do you like this kid? Um, I do. Uh, I like a lot of the players in this team. Yeah. Um, I would draft Brees Hall early second round, maybe. Yeah. I, again, yeah. I I'd go pretty high with him. And I mean, I, I, I'm draft. We just did our draft order, and I'm picking around ninth. Um, Garrett Wilson is kind of right where yeah. where I'm seeing, and Brees Hall's not that far behind. No. Um, I would be comfortable drafting either. Um. Yeah, early second round around there. Yeah, um, I am. We'll do our predictions at the end of this, but I'm. I can't believe I'm saying it about the Jets, but I'm pretty high on them. No, I am too. Uh, current ADP for Brees Hall's uh, thirty three. Um, I think that the there's the ability that this dude has. He's got all the talent in the world to be one of those top flight running backs in the league. Um, and it, again, this was a, an amazing rookie season that was cut short by that ACL. And I think that. Uh, what we've been talking about both on the air and off with this year is I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people drafting different positions in the beginning of the draft. Yeah. Not as many running backs going. Mm -hmm. So Hall might be, like you said a minute ago, a, a real nice steal. Yeah. If Could you can be. grab him in the third or something. Yeah, you're looking at that wide receiver, no wide receiver draft. I mean, if you can get, if Brees Hall finds his way to the third round uh, and you yeah. get out with two great pass catchers, like you, you have to that. go for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because, uh, yeah, your Cam Akers, your James Connors, your Antonio Gibsons are all there. Uh, Devonna Chain, I think, later on. But, yeah, Brees Hall, man, that would be the one for me. Uh, let's move on to these uh, wide receivers here. I'm only going to talk about the one, the guy, um, uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, the number two wide receiver on this team, I believe, is Alan Lazar. You're not going to talk about all the former Packers? Uh, I feel like there's not a lot of need. I think that Lazard will be kind of the same guy he always is. I feel like he's more of a bench depth player. Um Last season. I'm surprised Donald Driver isn't on this team. I know. <laughs> he might be. He might be before it's done. Uh, last season, there's a lot of solid rookie wide receivers. We got Drake London. We got Garrett Wilson. We've got uh, Chris Olave. Garrett Wilson is probably my favorite of the bunch. Um, he's great at getting open. I think that it's all right there. And now you have a top flight quarterback to wing him the ball. I think that this dude is set up for a lot of success. He is my current wide receiver 11. Um, where Josh, I believe, has Jalen Waddle. Yeah, because you have him at 10, yeah. Yeah, I have he Wilson was, yeah. uh, later than, than Waddle. Do you? Yeah. yeah, just like very barely. Yeah, I've got him. Well, I mean, I have him barely after Waddle, too, just like you did, one spot below. Um, where do you have Garrett? Oh, yeah, you just said you've got Garrett Wilson. <laughs> yeah, so I'd have him 12. 12, I think. Yeah. 12 for Garrett Wilson. And Alex, you said, yeah, you were doing some mock drafts from your spot. Garrett Wilson sitting there. Absolutely, I think that this dude can be a league winner with Aaron Rodgers behind center. You know, uh, 
as long as Aaron Rodgers plays the whole season, like I think he can be absolutely fantastic. Uh, any other thoughts on on this guy, on Garrett Wilson? What do you like? What do you what do you not like? What do you love? What do you hate? No, I I, I think the upside is there of uh, certainly a top five and possibly a you know wide receiver one finish. Um, it's just a question of kind of how does he mesh with Rodgers, uh, especially early on. Uh, you know, Rodgers is finicky. Um, yeah, and, I, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers side, is stupid, though. I think he knows yeah. when they have a number one no. target, much like Devontae Adams. Exactly. But when he finds the guy he likes, he just looks his way yeah. consistently. And, and Wilson has that potential. Yeah, I think Wilson is already that guy watching uh, these OTAs. I think Wilson's. I, I mean, I think guy. overall, Rodgers definitely has something to prove and a bit of a chip on his shoulder. So I think that he is going to, like John said, like, he's not stupid. He wants he seeing a number one guy, and he might set aside a little more of his prickliness yeah. that he's had in the last few years in Green Bay to try to win games and rack up as much yards as he can. Yeah. Uh, just to finish off Garrett Wilson, some interesting stats here. So um, last year in games uh, started by quarterbacks not named Zach Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson averaged over 17 fantasy points per game. Uh, 11 targets, six catches, and 82 receiving yards per game in that situation, which is top 10 fantasy wide receiver numbers. Um, also, uh, no Jets QB completed more than 60% of their passes last season. Rodgers uh, completed 64.6, and his career average 65.3. I think uh, Garrett Wilson is set up to have a huge season. Also, the touchdown situation for him, uh, one of just three wide receivers with 1,000 yards receiving and scoring uh, fewer than five touchdowns. I think that that number is going to go way yeah. up, way up, 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 up. Love Garrett Wilson. Uh, let's move on to our final spot of the night. Uh, that is the tight end position. Uh, now, this is another one that I am not that crazy about. Tyler Conklin. Uh, right now, I believe is listed as the Jets' number one tight end. Um, ESPN tells me. Yeah, uh, eh, I mean, all we can say for this guy, for me, is you're playing with a better quarterback. Um, who is? Do they have another? Uh, didn't they have the guy they who used to play for CJ? CJ Uzama. Um, Tyler Conklin for me uh, finished uh, tight end seventeen and tight end sixteen in half point PPR scoring the last two seasons. I think there's a high ceiling there for Conklin. Uh, I think it's a little bit higher with Rodgers starting. That's about all I can say for Tyler Conklin. Right now, I have him listed as my tight end, uh, 24. I, I'd probably have him outside my top 30. Outside. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely a lot better options here. But, I mean, again, with a team, most of the guys we're talking about, you're talking about Mac Jones-led Patriots. I think that hurts the wide receivers and tight ends. In this situation, we had some guys who, you know, won. Garrett Wilson that played great, who I think will be a lot better. Um, and, uh, I think it'll help a lot of these pass catchers, including, you know, you got Alan Lazard who's in town. I think that these are solid players. Well, guys, that will do it. Uh, we are one division away from our first successful completion of, of a fantasy outlook season. Uh, I, I think we shouldn't do it. Do you want to skip it? <laughs> let's just skip it. Let's take a few weeks off. Let's go on vacation. Let's get through three of the teams. Not a lot of people yeah. like the Steelers. I don't think we need to talk. We'll about do that. half. Yeah, I mean, people don't like the Steelers. Those Yinzers, they don't like the Steelers. <laughs> Browns, there's no Browns fan. Our listeners, no, thank you, uh, guys. So this division is uh, one that has been dominated over the last twenty uh, some years by one team and one quarterback. 
specific. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Are we and, making our um, predictions? Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's start with, uh, who did we start with? The Miami Dolphins. That was the first one. Sure. Uh, Joshy Boy, where you got the Dolphins finishing? I'll put the Dolphins at, um, put them at nine and eight. Eight. Thank you. Nine and eight. <laughs> uh, Alex, where you got them fins finishing? The was, finishing. I was going to do them at nine and eight, but I guess mm. I'll do you them at... You can do at, nine and eight. It's not a competition. No, you know what? I'll do nine, seven, and one. Nine, seven, and one. Oh. I like it. I like the daring nature. Little, uh, little razzle-dazzle. I like this team. I think that Rodgers coming in is going to hurt them a little bit. I'm actually going to go... I'm going to go on the eight-win side. I'm going to go eight and nine for this Dolphins club. I think that they miss out on the playoffs this year. Uh I can't remember who we did second. Did we head Buffalo way? No, no, we, no, we did New England. Oh, New England. Josh, boy, where you got them Patriots finishing? I'll give them five, five and twelve. <laughs> five and twelve. Alex, how about them Patriots? Six and eleven. Six and eleven. No playoffs. I think with Belichick on this team, and I think it's going to be a better team. I don't like them for fantasy options. I'll give them seven wins. I'll go seven. Uh, Buffalo Bills. I'll start with Alex this time. Where you got the Buffs finishing? Uh, the Billy Boys. I got them making the playoffs at eleven and six. Eleven and six. Joshy Boy. I'll Buffalo. Go Twelve and five. Twelve and five. Do you have them winning the division? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I am gonna put this team at. This one is tough. I'm gonna go thirteen wins for this club. I like them. I think they're good. I think they're gonna be great. Uh, thirteen wins for me. Uh, and I have them winning the division. Also. You have them at thirteen and what? 13 and whatever. Four. I don't know. Four to three, yeah, 13 and four. Uh, it's still weird doing the 17. Yeah. Uh, the Jetty Boys. Alex, you got the Jets winning the division. How many how many games you given? I have them winning the division at 13 and four. 13 wow. and four. Josh, where you got the Jets winning? Possibly getting maybe the first seed in the playoffs. I mean, 13 and four. That'd be hard to beat unless Kansas City wins Kansas 17 Kansas City would be up there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got it. I'll put them at ten and seven. Ten I think and they seven. have a slow start and then turn it on. I have them at ten wins. Also, I think that they're going to make the playoffs, but I do have them finishing second to the Bills. We shall see. Uh, so back to what I was saying earlier. Before I always like I always do forget to do a record situation. Ooh, the McCourty brothers are on TV. Um, Brady, Tom Brady, when he was in the AFC East, uh, participated. Oh, you never heard of him? Uh, his face is a little bit different. Who does he play for? Uh, he plays for the AARP uh, <laughs> oldies. Um, never heard of him. South Beach. Uh, he participated in nine AFC championship games while he was in the AFC East. Obviously, played in a couple of NFC uh did he play in two or just the one? No, just one. Yeah, just the one. Uh, but just nine in his time in the AFC. Just nine, you know? Eh, just nine. No big. Uh, the AFC East. And so we're going to go back. And I don't know. We're going back to 1970, guys. So the d- divisions may have been different, but we're going with the teams who are currently in the AFC East. So Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, uh, so on and so forth. Jets. Um there have been seven other quarterbacks who have started in an AFC championship game in the AFC for these AFC East teams. Okay, for any team. for Just yeah. for AFC East teams. Right. Dolphins, Patriots, yeah. Jets, Bills. Gotcha. I'm going to see if you guys can name any of these quarterbacks. Whoever can name the most will get the win. Alex, you won last week, so I'm going to let you choose who goes first. So the question is, name any, of the, <clears throat> any name. player from the four teams... In the division. Yep, there are seven. Who have gone to an AFC title game. Yes, there are seven. They didn't have to win it. They just had to play in okay, it. Okay, I'll go first. All right, Alex is up first. Who you got, baby? Jim Kelly. 
Jim Kelly's correct. He made it to a lot of them, actually. Can I go? It is your turn. Brett Favre. Uh, incorrect. And Wait. Brett Favre played for the Jets, but he, he never went to played. an NFC Championship yeah. game with Minnesota. Yeah. And with the Packers. He I don't think he made the playoffs to... with the Jets. He oh, played. Wow. They did not make the playoffs. He played one season with the Jets, and I don't believe they made the playoffs. Uh, back to Alex. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. That is correct. Drew Bledsoe is on the list. Okay, well, now I'm upset because I remember the AFC Championship game that the Jets were in. Not, I don't know. It was like 10 years that ago. That was... M- Oh, I have to add another name. Yep, that was um, a different name. Yeah, and so I'm trying. There is actually another guy on there. My bad. You almost said I, it. I did almost say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Mark Sanchez. That is correct. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, he didn't <laughs> I can't believe that. Me. But... He didn't get anything for me. What year was that? 2010. Yeah, it was 2010. the year that Rodgers went to the Super Bowl with. Green Bay. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Crazy. It wasn't like in the snow or something. It was. Yeah. Um, all right, Alex. Uh, you are currently have a two-to-one lead. You got another name for me? Um, uh, well, I already, he already get this one wrong. That's um, true. I mean, you could take it right now. I mean, if you miss it, though, I'm going to give it to you. I'm, I'm blanking on a really stupid one. Or there is a ch- very well-known name on Yeah, it. there's a really obvious one that I'm just blanking the name on. But, um, oh, Dan Marino. Dan Marino is correct. All right, Josh. You're not going to get one. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to start off I'm right now by gonna... saying that. Um, there are some well-known names on here uh, still, but they go back a ways. So I'm just going to guess you're not, but I'm going to give you some time to think about it. Because um, there, there are some newer ones, too, on here, actually, that you might be able to get. One very easy one. Uh, oh, you're still expecting me to come up with a name. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to, but uh, uh, I'll, I'm trying to think. So I said I between think... between 1970 and today. 70 and today. Well, but, but Brady's not in it, right? Brady's not in it. Yeah. Um... Josh, I, you're already going to lose. So I'm going to help you out. We literally talked about this player today. He was the third team that we talked about. He's a starting quarterback. But it so it But he didn't play in an AFC title game. Yes, he did. Well then I'm confused. In twenty twenty. Oh, uh Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh. That is correct. Josh Allen is on there. <laughs> I was gonna say he absolutely okay, did wow. play in okay. an AFC title game. Yeah. 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 In twenty twenty he played in one. Uh yeah. So I Al- guess they did go to the title. I just always I just yeah, because it was the one. Who did they lose to? They lost to. Well, they lost to the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, because it was right before COVID started. Um, yeah, I'm. I think right now, I think there's no other way that I don't think you can get anyone else here, Josh. So I'm gonna give the win to Alex. Uh, do you think you can think of an, even another one? Um, there's one that you probably do know. There's one that I know that I just cannot think of the name. Is the quarterback of the Dolphins in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, there's actually another one that you know from like more like the late 90s. Um, but yeah, that one is a very big one. Um, 
But you've already got the win here, so you can take the victory lap if you prefer. Uh, sure. Uh, that man's name is Bob Greasy. I was going to guess Bob Greasy. Yep. Uh, we also have uh, Vinny Testaverde on the list. Vinny Testaverde, yeah. I was thinking too. Yeah. Tony Eason of the New England Patriots. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jack. Or no, no, no. Yeah, the Bills are only Kelly and uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, Earl Morrill, also for the Miami Dolphins. David Woodley as well. All right, guys. Uh, that was uh, you guys did better than I thought you would on that one. I can't believe I got Mark Sanchez right. I know that. See, Mark Sanchez was the one that I didn't. I forgot to write that one down. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't like the Jets. Maybe I just didn't. Mark Sanchez actually started in two. In 09 and 2010. Yeah, I was gonna say they'd been to two, and I was trying to think who mm-hmm. the quarterback was. I was like. Couldn't have been Mark Sanchez. It just it couldn't have been. But I had Josh Allen like listed because I, I was like, that's easy. The first one that's going to get scratched out. <laughs> I, it's just blanked out of my mind yeah. that they I figured I know they played in the playoffs. I just didn't think it was Kelly and Marino would go pre- pretty quickly after oh, that, too. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, uh, we'd like to thank, as always, uh, Jack Hotel. Uh, you can find them on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your music. Um, Alex, Josh. John. Thank you. Thank you so much for putting up with this uh, a little bit easier than I thought uh, round of uh, situations. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we're going to continue. <laughs> round of situations. The round of situations. Welcome to the round <laughs> of situations. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the FFCast. Uh, we'll be throwing out some mock drafts. So feel free to jump in and join uh, during your work day. Because like, hey, who likes working? It's boring. Work is boring. Just do mock drafts instead. Uh, and as always, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.